Hey, it's Scott, and this is what we call a disappearing episode. It's an episode that we put out for you, our listeners, and it's around for only a few days. After that, it disappears. We do these to make special announcements, share helpful content, resources that are upcoming up, and give you a glimpse into what's going on behind the scenes here at Happened to Your Career. We've been working on a book for, well, quite a while, very long time. It's been years at this point. And it's been codenamed Project Pavidos, which is Latin for quaking in fear or completely terrified. And we typically codename our projects until they get real names and then go out into the world. So this one's Project Pavidos. And I want to share a chapter, one of the shorter chapters that we just added to the book. It's just about to go to my editor, Sarah, behind the scenes here. But I want to share it before it even goes into editing for you, because I think that you can benefit from it. It's all about the different milestones that it takes to become what I call a happy high achiever. A happy high achiever is someone who wants to have both both you know, happiness meaning in their outside life but also in their work at the at the same time i'll tell you more about that here in just a minute and then i want to share a little bit about what we have going on in terms of resources for you too because we're launching our signature coaching program right now and that means that we are going to help uh 20 people, 20 people be able to make changes this year in 2022. And we have room for no more than no more than 20 people. Um, but we do have room for up to 20 people. So I'll show more about that here in just a minute after I read the chapter two. I can feel myself coming alive. That's what Stephanie Bilbrey said to me when I asked her to recount her career change journey. She was referring to when she got a small first taste of what work could be like when your human needs are aligned with your career pursuits. For her, she didn't believe it was possible until it actually happened. Life is very different now in her role as a communication strategist with a company that she loves and believes in. Much happier with her work, yes, of course, but... It's much more than that. She described it to me as when you get to do what you can't stop doing. Imagine that getting paid for what you really can't help yourself from doing and thinking about anyway in a place that values that are surrounded by other people who are just as excited about what you're accomplishing as you are. Oh, and the kicker. What if you got paid more, not less for this new heightened quality of life? She was talking to me from a house that she had purchased with her new salary, which had almost doubled as a result of her career change. She had been in her new role as a content and communication strategist for a few months, and she was loving it. Not only had she found her people at her new company, but they truly valued her experience and contribution. Most of all, she was in her element after spending over 16 years working in roles that were good, but just didn't quite fit. Stephanie had become an event manager in 2005 and almost right away realized that it wasn't a fit. Later, after a what the hell am I doing moment involving a highly agitated client with off-white napkins instead of white, she realized that she had to change. Over 10 years, she pivoted from 
One Band-Aid fix to the next, searching for work that mattered to her. Going from events to marketing to a move across the country, then even a move to higher education. You have to give her credit. She wasn't about to accept work that wasn't working for her. But only after she made the decision to go all in on self-development did she begin to recognize what she actually wanted and needed to be able to be her true self and begin to thrive at work. She began meditating, journaling, listening to the Happen to Your Career podcast, yes, and began working to understand on how to create a life and work that was unconventionally right for her. I got to meet Stephanie after she reached out to my team for help. In the previous chapter, I mentioned what I call happy high achievers. Obviously, I'm not reading the previous chapter here, so you're going to have to go with this definition. Those people who are successful in their work and life in ways that they have personally defined their own success without that success being at the expense of everything else. For Stephanie, this meant finding the feeling of I get to do this in her work, something she cared about with other smart people who also cared about the same things, all while being compensated well for it. For Michael, the former Sony finance executive, which was in the previous chapter, but you actually have heard him on the podcast. Michael Fagoni, he is in an earlier episode called What to Do When You Are Burnt Out as an Exec. You can look that up at any point in time. For Michael, the former Sony finance executive, this meant finding work that allowed him to use his strengths and natural inclinations, work that could actually be fun, work that allowed him to be flexible and take care of himself, and that was truly healthy. For you, this will mean something different. Maybe it's about being able to live out your creative dreams while still getting paid a premium. Maybe it's about doing work you find much more meaningful. Maybe it's about being able to be there for your family, kids, or significant other while still being able to contribute to the world by using the fact that you just can't stop thinking about the future and what could be possible. Okay, maybe that last one is me. The point is that if you want it to be, your quality of life can be immensely better for you than it is right now. Doing work that fits with who you are, who you want to be, and the life that you want to live makes it possible. Of course, this doesn't mean it's easy. That's why so few people become happy high achievers. It doesn't mean it's without problems, and it doesn't mean everything is perfect, but it does mean that you get to be you in your truest form. It does mean that you feel meaning and purpose, and it does mean that you're spending much more of your time contributing in a way that you can't help but contribute already. It's a different way to operate, and every single person I've talked to that is in the happy high achievers club has told me they couldn't go back to doing work and life the old way. The great news is that happy high achievers all eventually cross the same milestones along the way in their journey. This book will cover each of those milestones so that you too can become a happy high achiever and get back just as much from your work as you're giving to it. The benefit to each of these milestones is that when you break them down, it becomes possible to see the path that you can take to make a career change to fulfilling work. It's critical to be aware that everyone will reach the milestones in slightly, sometimes drastically different ways. However, everyone crosses the same bridge in their own way. The milestones. Setting the stage. We're, we're still playing with the names on, 
on these. Uh, We've seen the same things for years. Uh, This is not in the book, by the way, but we've seen the same thing for years and years and years and observed that everybody ends up hitting some of the same paths. So this is the highest level version of that path. It gets more granular as you take it down a notch too. So uh, for the book, we're still playing with the with the names itself. Hey, if you want to, you know, have input on the names, go ahead, send us some thoughts. Happy to listen. Setting the stage. Every person must have a foundation to work from. This is about setting up your life to temporarily make your career change a priority. Of course, this includes the appropriate time, resources, and energy to make career change a priority, but it also includes building the right support team to make the change and even getting your life relationships and skills to the point where it makes it easier to change careers. Profiling your ideal career. You'll need to create a hypothesis about what an extraordinary career means for you. Science can tell us some of these critical elements that we need in our careers, but we must prioritize and declare our own version of ideal to be able to proceed forward. Experimentation. This is about validating your new direction before you do all the work to get there. This includes designing career experiments to learn if you're on the right path for you and adjusting and tweaking your own version of your ideal career with those learnings. Making it happen. The benefit to knowing what you want is that now you can ask for what you want. More importantly, once you know where you're going, it now becomes possible to build a path to get there. You will experience setbacks. You will need to develop different skills and behaviors along the way. But if you have a clear destination to keep going, it becomes possible. Learning to thrive is a happy high achiever. It's not over just because you've arrived. You'll need to learn how to behave differently to fully enjoy the benefits of your work. And As you're changing your career, now that you have changed your career, aligning it with your life, you're going to need to learn to operate in that environment too, to fully thrive. The reason I wrote this book is to show you how a happy high achiever career and life can be possible for you. It may take different lengths of time. Most people we work with take six months to a year as an example, and you will have your own personal time schedule, but these are the same milestones that everyone goes through. I'll cover many examples of how people have moved through each of these milestones. My intent is by the end of this book for you to be able to say, I see how this could work for me. Also be very upfront along the way, showing you what life is like waiting on the other side, but also the challenges that so many others have had to work through to become happy high achievers. This blatant upfront truth begins in the very next chapter with the most common reasons people get stopped in their tracks and never get to do the work with the five obstacles of career change. Okay, so if you've listened to the podcast for more than 17 minutes, you've probably heard a lot of stories a lot of stories. That is one of the biggest reasons that we produce the podcast in the first place is to be able to help you understand how living an extraordinary, (laughs) extraordinary, not just life, but within your work too, within your career can be possible for you. And the reason we share so many stories is because that helps 
And that helps you understand how it might work in your situation too. So we do that very intentionally and for a reason. That's why we don't always have, you know, big name authors every single week or anything else on the podcast. We want to be able to share other people that are just like you in so many different ways and that you can see elements in, uh, of them and you in their story and also get little tidbits of how they made it happen and what was hard and what was difficult and what was easier than anticipated uh, in so many different ways and what they benefited from. So that is literally the reason for both the book and the podcast. And I want to see you be able to make that change. I want to see you declare and define what you actually want out of your work and your life because you contribute differently at work when you are when you are enamored with it in many different ways. You show up differently in your life when you are having a really great time in your work. That doesn't mean everything's easy. It doesn't mean everything is, you know, challenge free. It does mean it is a different way to live. And I absolutely want you to be able to get there, whatever that looks like. If you want help with making this type of change in your life, then I would encourage you to check out our signature coaching program to help you make the career change that you want, but more importantly, to help you define what it is that you really want and need. And then every step along the way, this is how so many others have made the change. If you've listened to all of the other episodes, most of those people have work through some type of coaching program with us in order to make their change where well, we've supported them uh, either a portion of the way or the entire way end to end from where they are to accepting and negotiating their brand new opportunity or even multiple opportunities and i would encourage you to check it out the very easiest way to do that is to email me directly scott at happen to your career.com and just put signature coaching conversation in the subject line, and then I will connect you with my team, probably Cindy on our team, and you and her can have a discussion. She can help you figure out the very best way that we can help support you in your situation through your career change, what that looks like, and what we might recommend for you. So easiest way to do that, like I said, just open your email right now, you know, pull over to the side of the road if you're listening to this or just pause this and email scott Put signature coaching conversation in the subject line. Don't even have to put anything else if you, if you don't want to. And then I'll make sure that I can introduce you to Cindy. She's fantastic. You'll absolutely love her. And she's wonderful at helping people pair up with the right type of solution for them. It's what we do. It's what we love to do. And so many of the other episodes that you've heard on Happen to Your Career have started with that single type of email. Until next week, where we're right back here on Happen to Your Career with a brand new episode, I will see you later. Until then, I am out. <laughs>